Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Self-Published Strong Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Pearson, and I'm joined today by my husband. Hi, I'm Nolan. And this is Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom Part 2. Spoilers. Yes, it is. <laughs> I don't know where to go from there. <clears throat> I didn't really give you something to go off of. Okay. Uh, yeah, so the first first uh, first episode, or should I say not the last episode, the previous yeah, the, episode. The first part of this episode. Part one of this episode. <laughs> We'll get there. <laughs> um, was about stuff in the trailer. So stuff in the trailer um, up to that point. So um, what do we talk about? Um, the character- we can talk about the betrayal. We can talk about pretty much anything now. Okay. Because we didn't talk about the betrayal in the last one, even though it's in part of, in the first episode. Okay. So uh, pretty predictably, the super military looking guys there are there to steal the dinosaurs, not rescue the dinosaurs and mm-hmm. sell them off later. And so once they have Blue, they don't need Owen or Claire. Or... It was a surprise to me. I wasn't expecting them to get betrayed. Um, I wasn't expecting it, but it was inevitable because they're military guys. And so... There's nothing wrong with being a military guy. In these movies, there is. And, and there's a 90% chance they're the bad guy. It's um, kind of true, unfortunately. Um, The character they have is the head of the mercenary guys is not a very interesting character. I did like that he was an older actor. Um, he is not Pete Postlethwaite. Postlethwaite. The guy who played uh, his equivalent in Jurassic Park 2. Oh, yeah. What was his character's name? Roland? He is a much more interesting character. and Yeah, he uh, has more growth. He has more gravitas. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I minded the actor, I actually like the actor who played him. Mm-hmm. He's just not playing a very interesting character compared to the complexity they put into Roland. And even though I think this movie's better than Jurassic Park 2, mm-hmm. this character is not as interesting. No, no. And has no growth. And is. I don't, I don't know that it bothers me. I mean... I wouldn't say it necessarily bothers me because he doesn't have to be it, but that's just one way that this movie's not as good as the second one. Even though the set, I mean, <laughs> overall, the second that you know, this Jurassic one Park is two better than is, the second. Is not as good, yeah, by a lot, yeah. But one shining part of that was Roland's character, yeah, agreed. And that is not well, in this one. yeah, exactly. But I mean, in that's fine. You can shift the focus somewhere else. But I'm just saying, the that second that is movie, definitely... Roland was the only thing I liked about that movie, exactly. And he's missing, yeah. Um, and so there's a hole in my heart. So, um, I, I like the betrayal. I loved how it worked out with, um, Claire and Franklin getting stuck in the command center. Cause you know, it's a good scene. It was a great scene. And then them going like crap and us going up oh, they're stuck. Cause and then him shooting, um, Owen was awesome with a trank gun. Yeah. And he wakes up and then he has to escape from lava while he's partially tranked. Yep. It was awesome. I thought That's that was some scene. good scenes. I was I was glad to find the thread that they were stealing for, you know, yeah. bad reasons. Yeah. I mean, you know, I wasn't shocked. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Um I I like the island just in general. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting and I thought it was interesting, but I was a little bit more interested in the second half of the movie. Fair enough, I was. I I didn't like elements at the end. I didn't there were a couple things that I didn't like and then I didn't like the way they fix them even though i okay so for example i'm just gonna skip straight to the end i didn't like that they were gonna watch the dinosaurs die i thought that was stupid i was like 
save the dinosaurs. I don't want to have this be a, a King Kong ending to a movie where we're like crying over the dinosaurs dying. You know, I'd rather them save them, but I didn't like them saving them. You know, though I did think that it was very in character for Maisie to save them. Oh yeah, I do too. I mean, I'm I still think she's the the villain of the movie. Yeah, but she's she she's is the, the villain because she let she's they're all over the UK now, but the world just the that UK. Mosasaurus was uh, surfing, but that wasn't because of her. I know, but it was it was <laughs> because, because of, of uh, Mills. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I didn't like a couple things about the ending. There were a couple things that were really predictable about the climax, um, like. And I didn't like the way they got the Indoraptor to fall through the roof by putting the laser on Owen. I'm like, he was trying to get away from it, and all of a sudden he's okay with it charging him. Well, they had a plan, so. Yeah, yeah. But um, I hate it because um, it shows what a beta Owen is, and that. And I thought he was perfectly in charge and fine. probably sleeping with Claire on the side, so that's why she left him, because he's a complete wuss. See, and I totally disagree. Uh, Blue <laughs> saved them. If it weren't for Blue, they're the main characters. They yeah. don't do cool stuff. Blue saves them both movies. Yeah. Crap. The I'm main, okay the, with the, it. The, the hero character should be the one. He did stuff in both movies to driving, save them. Driving the plot, and then they just, then Blue comes in I mean, and saves the Velociraptors in Jurassic Park saved them from the Tyrannosaurus. I mean, Tyrannosaurus Rex saved them from the Velociraptors in the first movie. I mean, how's this any different from that? How is it any different? Because that was just like the T-Rex don't care. He's just eating stuff. Yeah. He's a force of nature, but. Blue oh. actually cares. So having him actually take part makes a difference. I mean, it makes more sense. It just makes him look like uh, like helpless. But Grant looked helpless having the T-Rex Yeah, he's save supposed them. to look helpless. Grant's not a super action hero. He's a guy. Yeah, I don't. I don't he, know. He's like Indiana Jones, and then Indiana Jones, um, like Grant, somebody I, else comes as, and saves Indiana Jones. As a and kid, then, I viewed Grant as Indiana Jones. I didn't. Um, yeah, it's like if somebody else saved Indiana Jones in the movie, and then like runs off, and you're like, "Wow, mm. that was like so great and stuff." And so, so listeners, this is when Nolan and I don't agree. We don't agree. <laughs> um, it's it's just garbage. I mean. If they teamed up, like, it was better in the, the last movie when they teamed up and, like, together they defeated, whatever it's called, the Indominus Rex. But this time it's, like, Blue pretty much fought it. Like, that whole time it made it fall on the spiky horns. I mean, Owen was there for part of it, but ultimately Blue's the hero and Maisie's the villain hmm. in this movie. Maisie kills the whole world with dinosaurs. So I love the Indoraptor. I thought it was awesome. I Pretty did. colors. They made it look really cool. For some reason, it's black instead of white. With bright yellow. With, uh, yeah, like flaming red and yellow. Well, their research lately has showed that dinosaurs might have been not colored the way we think they have been. So they are trying to put in a little bit of an what it could have possibly looked like if it had been what a real dinosaur. What could it possibly be? They have in multiple colors that any of the dinosaurs could have been. We've just happened to cho chosen greens and browns, the whole history of dinosaurs. Um, they've been painting them like weird colors for a while. This, you know, like what if they had mating plumage and then they, yeah. Cause we literally have no friggin' idea. All right. Is there a three act structure in this movie? Um, if it is, it's really convoluted. Cause there's like a part A part B. Yeah. It's really hard to, I mean, cause like they, they arrive on the Island, they escape the Island and they get, they, they hide away on the boats and then wind up at the thing. I'm, you know. Yeah. I mean, I guess act one is them escaping the island. Yeah. Or it could be act really... one could be when they find out they've been betrayed. Yeah. 
Then Act 2 would be the end of the island, and then Act 3 would be the Act 2 could be them escaping the island plus getting to the boat plus the boat trip to the UK, and then Act 3 could be the UK. Okay. Maybe. It's not strong, I Maybe agree. I'm okay with that, but yeah, it seemed more muddled. Yeah. Which is what which is the problem with the second movie as well. There's this two there's this this definite break, you know? Mm-hmm. Part A, part B thing. Mm-hmm. Um that disrupts the structure and the flow of the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really hard. I mean, because you just change everything. You change all the rules, you change the location. Mm-hmm. The players are all the same for the most part. Um, how did you feel about the uh super villain? auction super cliche super villain auction that they um, have in like every movie like in take, every movie like take mulan mulan had a great super villain at auction <laughs> you know what i mean it's a it's i a was okay cliche. with it i feel like it would have happened honestly yeah I'm, I'm okay with it but i just i didn't necessarily like the a, way it was done it's a trope um taken taken does it taken yeah oh with they auction oh. Her i mean yeah but i've only seen it in like maybe two three um, movies like any james bond movie yeah anyway um Puma man i think does it even who man i haven't they watched have as like closely as you. they have like a meeting <laughs> they have like their super villain like meeting thing anyway um yeah i don't i don't hate everything about the second part of the movie they do some really good stuff like mm-hmm. uh, when you the first time they meet the Indoraptor is when Maisie's backing up slowly down a dark hallway, yeah. and there's a red line on the ground. That wasn't. I guess it was part. No, it wasn't part of the second half. That was before they'd gotten off the island because they flash back and forth. Mm-hmm. I guess that's when Mills. Yeah, that's true. They do. But anyway, I count anything with her as the second half. Yeah, it's not on the island. Like island is its own thing, and then mm-hmm. they do kind of weave that in, but. They go there, and then she's there. I don't know. Yeah. So maybe it happened during then, but it doesn't really matter because it they're pretty much mutually exclusive events. Yep. Uh, anyway, and then you see the claws like come out, like approaching her from mm-hmm. behind, and she doesn't notice. That was awesome. And there's the red line on the floor. That yeah, they she doesn't show notice because she's back backing up. Yeah. She doesn't see it. And you, I mean, that's very natural for a kid to do if they're trying to, they're watching. Well, anybody, you know? yeah, they're, she's like, yeah, trying to hide. And so she's just cautiously backing. So a little bit of background on Maisie, since we haven't talked about her. Um, she is Lockwood's granddaughter, sort of. Air quotes. Yeah, we don't need to get into that. I mean. She's a clone. It's <laughs> just straight up. I guess I, it's a spoilers episode. I'm like, leave some surprises for them. But if they're listening to this and they know they're spoilers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's a clone of her mother. Her her grandfather didn't want to let her mother go, and so he cloned her and had the same woman raise her that raised his daughter. Or the governess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, and I'm going to say right now, every single Jurassic Park and Jurassic World movie has to have kids in it, and this is my favorite way to have a kid in it so far because she's in a plausible location for a kid, and she's being chased by dinosaurs, but she didn't do something stupid and hide away on a boat to get We totally there. thought they were going to do that. We did. We absolutely, and they kind of let you think they that. They did, actually. They hooked you, because they, cause like, they're going to the island. You know, They, they go to Lockwood's residence, uh, or Claire does, yeah. and then she leaves to go to the island. And they show a brief snippet of Maisie over, you know, over listening to them. Right? And then they can't find Maisie for a while, because she's yep. hiding. Yeah, so we just assumed she stowed away on the boat, and I would have been. I was like, are you serious? Really? Yeah, every time they bring kids to the island, it's stupid. 
Yeah, except for Graham or Gray. Actually, I say the first one in Jurassic World. I don't have any problem with because kids are there naturally. It, it was in the yeah, Jurassic I mean, World. Yeah, it's um, that was the most pl- the next most plausible reason. But I mean, she never goes to the dinosaurs. The dinosaurs come to her. Yeah, I mean, because like in in Lost World, she stows away, she hides, which is stupid. Stupid. And then in the third one, I guess the third one's okay too. Maybe it's just the second one I hate because in the third one Eric's paragliding, but I mean, yeah, he's not supposed to be on the island by the island full And of he's dinosaurs. not even really in the movie, you know, he's, he's not. not. So but they have to obligatorily have a child in the movie. So I think this is the most creative way to have a child in the movie. No, be- I agree. They they turned away from the pattern, you know. Yep. Um and I really liked her character. She was very believable as a child in, in that situation, especially with her grandfather being murdered, you know. And Yeah, I wouldn't have hidden my bed, though. You wouldn't have, but our five-year-old would have. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Hide under the bed? I think she'd hide under the bed. She probably would. She hasn't done that in a long time. No, I feel like that's something, or in the closet. Would be. Yeah. Like, when a kid's hiding, they don't get in their bed. Yeah, I don't know. Like, they get like our bed. five-year-old would grab her favorite blanket and hide in the closet or hide under her bed holding the blanket. That's how I feel like it. Because I was like, why would you just get into bed? Yeah. Plus, it can smell you and track you. Not that you're a kid and think about those. Though there was one time that I was really annoyed. I mean, it's really hard when you get a dinosaur that's invincible and can do pretty much anything because it's hard to suspend disbelief about it not finding people. Like when it's it's hunting for... It's literally sniffing around. And, and, and they, they, it passes the door where they're hiding and the door's not even all the way shut. It would have it smelled them. them. Yeah, it's ridiculous. That was one thing that bothered me. But I was like, well... Maybe their scents are all over the place, except they aren't. That's the first time they've, they've, they've been, been there. They've been there. Yeah, exactly. If it was hunting like Maisie or Lockwood, it would be... It would be, have had a harder time. Yeah. But it's not. It's hunting Owen and Claire. Yep. And then it would be easy. Yep. So, fooey on you. They do a lot of good stuff with... It's more of like a... I like the, the fact that they're hunted like in such a confined area. Yes, yeah. It was. I did like that. Instead of the island. And I, mean, I like the confusion because they're around dinosaurs. And so you you can't tell which one is the real dinosaur. I mean. It feels like a haunted house kind like of Like lots of obstacles scenario. and. You know what I mean? Props and things. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Or like the killers inside the house, you know, kind of a thing. Yeah. And people have to hide inside the building and yep. like get around. Um, yeah. So that was interesting. I do. I do say, I mean, the auction, I was disappointed that that was what it ended up being. I was, ex- I don't know what I was expecting. It seemed antiquated. I liked the way they brought the dinosaurs out and put them on display. You know, that was interesting. But all of those people showing up for an auction, I don't know. I was like, eh, not as interesting. No. I mean, what could they have done, though? I mean. I honestly don't know, but it wasn't very compelling. That's why I'm having, I brought it up. It's I did like not... that there were a lot of juicy, crunchy people around. They did fill the concrete um, bunker with crunchy people, and there was much crunchiness. There was that little dinosaur that had a lot of fun in there. The headbutt, headbutt dinosaur. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I really liked that. Um, I liked that there were several things that I did like, like the dinosaur. What is that dinosaur called? The butts? things down breaks things down with its head yeah anyway it disappears we don't see it for a while and then it shows up you know later yeah yeah like there's not a lot of um deus ex machina necessarily no it feels plausible Mm -hmm. and then blue was plausible because we knew blue was there Mm -hmm. um let's talk about franklin for a minute franklin is on in the compound with claire and he escapes freaking out the whole time because he's not he's an analyst he's not an adventurer and he was great comedy relief. But anyway, so they get off the boat. Okay. So there's a whole bunch of people 
on the boat watching the island burn down and they don't notice a truck jumping from the dock onto I noticed the boat. that. I thought that too. I was like, nobody's going to call that one out. Anyway, so then they sneak out of the truck after that, which I was like, why are they sneaking around? Everybody just saw the... the anyway, but then Franklin, the the one of the boat people are like, hey, hey, you, what are you doing? Aren't you aren't you here helping us, you know? Yeah, he's like, get to work. Get to work. So Franklin's like, ah! So he's like, come here, come with me. We're going to go do something. And he's like... And oh, that's crap. the last time we see Franklin For until... A while. We're at the mansion and he's wearing like a lab tech outfit. And he's got like the, the, what is it called? A hairnet on and a lab jacket, a coat. And a mask and everything. And a mask. And we're like, <laughs> and it was like, great comic relief because we're like, where did Franklin go? Yeah. And, and he's, he's like, fish out of water. Yep. He's a solid. And then somebody's like, get me a whatever kit. And he's like, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. No idea. It was, it was awesome. <laughs> I, I do, do like the fact that the vet was like you can't use this blood because I just gave it a transfusion of T-Rex blood. Oh yeah, yeah. Because that's know. that would you know mm-hmm. if they'd given the transfusion and gone, yeah, it they wouldn't wanted, have worked. They wanted to take uh, Blue's blood sample so they could clone Blue. Yeah, and she's like, you can't. I just gave it a, a huge transfusion of T-Rex blood. Which is maybe they could just take a tissue sample. I mean, you know, or... maybe all they had was a way to take blood. Okay. <laughs> so what? One thing that did disappoint me was that the bone got crushed at the end. There's a whole skeleton underwater. That's true, actually. Good island. point. And all the dinosaurs And never mind, you could anyway. just have a friggin' file with its genetic code sitting on a disc somewhere, you morons. <laughs> Dr. Wu escaped as well. Dr. Wu wasn't in this much. Of course he did. So this is another thing I have a problem with. They, had, they set up another lab with Dr. Wu, and he had to evacuate the lab again. Again. Yeah, I agree with that. They should have had him set up in a separate lab a remote where he's just doing his evil stuff. and. Yeah. They just need to go the whole way and do the mad scientist thing with, like, the brains floating in jars. Did I tell you what Dr. Wu says about his character? What does he say? He says that his character is not a villain. He says he's just a scientist who's trying to explore all the possibilities, creating dinosaurs and... Oh, just messing with stuff for no Mm -hmm. reason? Okay. Well, (laughs) I'm a little disappointed that you're, you're not arguing that he's not a villain. I mean... The pencil erasing and all of that. He's clearly a villain. He used a pencil in a lab. He's clearly a villain. He should, I mean, the fact, I mean, obviously he doesn't believe himself to be a villain. Next, next movie, he's going to have a black lab coat on. Or a red one. Or a red one. And then people will wonder why they have red lab coats. Like, Oh, Better Better Off off Ted. (laughs) So amazing. If you haven't watched Better Off Ted, it's hilarious. I have three lab coats, just so you know. Do you? I've never seen a picture of you. I have a blue one. I don't know that I can believe you have a lab coat. I have a blue one, a white one, and a purple. You have never, never given me any proof. Why I'm not allowed? Dang it! I want to see you in your full getup. I've I've been married to you for seven and a half years, and I've never seen you in lab attire. Let's see. So there, I've got all colors. (laughs) Okay, so you don't like that Macy? What? How would you have rather they handled the ending with the dinosaurs dying? I don't know. I would have killed them. But but the problem is, is that the way, I mean, Claire and Owen, they feel strongly about the dinosaurs. It would have been a King Kong ending. And no, I agree. And that would have been super unhappy, such... yeah, unpleasant, or unsatisfying. I don't, I don't know. Have the army show up and shoot them all? I don't know. You can't let them go. You can't. You can't let them go, but you also can't let them die. I mean, well, Owen I and can. Grady, Owen and Grady, Owen and Claire can't because their, their character, um, the way they are. Yeah, yeah, I, I understand it was against, well... 
mostly I mean, Claire. I mean, she was going to let them die, but it yeah. wasn't easy for her. Yeah, and then she decided. But she's to like, let we can't die. just let them out here. Yeah, yeah. Like if she was going to save like, them, no. It would Owen be... was like, you can't let them out, and she was like, but we can't let them die. And she... so we had nice character growth with the two of them. Her deciding to kill them, basically. Yeah, she sided with Owen. Yeah, and then Maisie. Well, not with Owen, but she saw the logic, and she yeah. saw why he said that. I mean, like we, like we were going to save them and put them on an island where they could be left alone, not release them into the middle of England. Yeah. Well, now they're going to have to cut but off. But see, England it doesn't even really. It doesn't even really matter because they didn't even have breeding pairs of most of those dinosaurs. They just wreak a lot of havoc. They will, and ha- even a breeding pair wouldn't be enough genetic diversity. No, because they would um, inbreed and die, and they'd be sick and die. Yeah. Um. So I mean, it is a problem, but it's not for like, like fifty years. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Goodbye, UK. And it, unless you know, they capture them, and which they would immediately start doing. Oh yeah. I mean, they they would. Stick There's out no like a way. Sore thumb. They're not used to that climate anyway, so one good yeah. winter would probably kill them anyhow. Yeah, and the I UK mean, is much much colder than. Yeah. Costa Rica and all that. Yeah. So I mean, you know, it's, it seems like it's the end of the world, but maybe it's not. Um, I I don't know if I should tell There's you. There's just this. not enough oh, of them. There's just not enough of them. To, no. To sustain a population, but I think that's not the only thing they're worried about. They're worried about um, people being other companies being able to clone them. Oh, uh, that's true. Because the well. the technology is available, they just need to capture them. Yeah, they just don't know what to copy. So Colin Trevorrow plans on. There's basically only one more movie. Yeah, he didn't direct this one. You can tell he was the producer. Yeah, and uh, he wrote. So he wrote and he this. wrote. Yeah, he was a screen screenwriter. Uh, no, he planned on it being a beginning, a middle, and an end. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Did I already say that in the last episode? No, but it'd be nice remember. to have. So this is. We need to do an episode on the problem with sequels, just on its own. Yeah. Here's my. Here's why that. Maybe we should do that in the episode as, itself. I, I'm just gonna pose this. Okay. The reason why, the reason why, let me get, make sure you can hear me. <laughs> the reason why sequels suck, and the, feel free to argue with us, actually engage with us. Or me argue with you if I disagree. Uh, yeah, is because a lot of times when you make a book or a movie, like Jurassic Park was self-contained. Yeah. Everyone's character art's complete at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. and that's the end. There was no plan. So when you have those characters back again, they have nowhere to go. Yeah. Unless it's like an episodic where each episode of Batman's cartoon is and a you new can do adventure. That Indiana Jones, is, as we, since we've used that as an example, every, yeah. you know, he doesn't have an arc. He's a heroic, iconic character. He doesn't yeah. have to change. Mm-hmm. He just goes through adventures. Mm-hmm. But Jurassic Park wasn't that way. No, it wasn't set up to be that way. It wasn't set up to have sequels. You can't, you can't. You can't take Dr. Grant and set him in the exact same situation and have him, you exactly. know, not remember. I mean, nobody would buy that. It's not. Exactly. And his character arc completed. So having him back again wasn't interesting. He didn't grow as a character. He was just yeah. there yeah. to make people want to go see it because someone from the original movie was in it. Um, yep. This is the problem with sequels that aren't designed to be sequels. Yeah. Which Jurassic World, they actually designed it to have sequels, not like Jurassic Park. That's why the two this and movie, three failed. This, yes, exactly. These movies are better yeah. than the sequels to the original Jurassic Park. Yep. Because they planned. They them. planned ahead for it. Yeah, I see and, what you're saying. And I think that's why like people get sequel fatigue so soon, mm-hmm. is they don't adequately plan for sequels in terms mm-hmm. of character. Yeah. Feel free... 
Well, to I mean, me I can that. use an, an example. I mean, okay, so my Mosaic Chronicles, books one through five is a story arc and book six through nine is a story arc. But Nicole starts at one point and by the end of book nine, she is still growing all the way across that. There is no end to her character growth until book nine. And my readers, I have not had serious fatigue. Like the readers that are that enjoy my books, they go through the whole thing and they enjoy it and they don't get tired. I mean, nine books is a lot of books to read, you know? Yeah. So they don't, I mean, there's learning and growth in every single one of the in the books, you know, mm-hmm. I do want to do like, like a, uh, an episode about sequels. We can like choose a few series where sequels worked and where they didn't. And then give or examples. Maybe they had a plan and maybe they didn't. But mm-hmm. even sometimes when you have a plan, it doesn't work. Transformers. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, we'll add know. that to our, our episode. I just think it's interesting. Like it's health. something to think about. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it's but for writers, for movies, because mm-hmm. you, you know, you want to write a series. Mm-hmm. How do you make that work? Yeah. You know, how far do you, you know, how much do you have to plan to and how long can your arcs be and things like that? Yeah, I think exactly. That's, I think it's interesting. Yeah. And we like there's there's a plethora of, of uh, series and things we can talk about. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So I series sell better than standalones. And so it do. would be beneficial. Yeah. A lot of people who don't naturally write series would benefit from that sort of a focus. You know, learning how to write a series because series sell better. Yeah. All right. Do you have any other comments on the movie or should we go into the top biggest takeaways? Um, trying to think. There's there's plenty we didn't cover. In this. We seem tons, a little disjointed, tons. but that's because of how we wanted to set the episode. Well, up. and also because we didn't necessarily agree. And so I... That's fine. We don't have to agree. It's I know, I know. It's interesting when we don't. It's true. Um, but it makes for more disjointedness because I I'm suppose. like, okay, I'm done talking with about that now. <laughs> um. Let's see. The dumb waiter, I mean yeah, Mills Mills character. We he's like the, he's like a good guy in the beginning, by the end we know he's the bad guy, you know. Yeah, he was always He the bad dies guy. though. He does. Again, they killed off the bad guy. Yeah, they need to not do that as much. Yeah, agreed. It'd be nice if they left a bad guy. Yeah, around. because Dr. Wu's not a big enough character for it to be that important for him to continue onward you know because he's, he's they don't not a good villain him. he's just a guy that's doing the job he wants to do exactly do he doesn't anybody. have he, doesn't... he has no motivation he doesn't have a backstory he hasn't ever taken a, a role you know to show that he has he's more not the involved. planner he's just the yep. guy you know yep. yeah um so it would have you know it would have been nice to have like a big bad guy yeah but they don't Mm-mm. um they do try to tie it to the original movie quite a bit they did or yeah the, even the yeah. second movie because lockwood like is the villain in the second movie who must be the son of this lockwood yeah you know mm-hmm. and he calls what's his name uncle um like they have a close relationship i thought it was actually it was a new business partnership him and hammond yeah like they're lockwood partners. and hammond were the partners that started in gen yeah in the first place but they don't really talk about him in the first movie no that's more of a novel thing yeah but they do mention i mean he is a Lockwood is the villain of the second movie. Yeah. Yep. And so they tie it in that way because Hammond's dead. So they can't yeah. have Hammond in there anymore. Mm-hmm. And his grandkids don't want anything to do with the park. I'm quite sure. <laughs> so that, that uh, side is closed off. So yeah. they, they went with Lockwood just like in the second movie. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. So it is quite, quite the mirror, but a better made one. Again, I think that's because they actually planned for a sequel. Yeah. Although I don't think Claire and Owen have the um, 
gravitas when i say craft i don't they're not care. as interesting on screen as they were in the no well movie. i don't they didn't have as many, like Owen didn't have as many clever i am i am okay with like their the tension between the two of them being at the level that they put it at because i i'm i liked the fact you did not like the fact that she kissed him i saw your reaction you're like ugh. and i was okay with it because it's you know i mean to me it's neither pointless nor really beneficial so i don't really care you know didn't take away from the story oh she could have i just thought the circumstances under which they did it were kind of forced Uh, it felt forced to me yep Whereas it, it felt spontaneous in the first one when they, when he kisses her. And it literally was, it was anyway. amazing in the first one. It was, I agree it was absolute perfect perfect timing. This felt forced to me. I mean, yeah. they can kiss. I, I fully Well, she was him. trying to convince him to do something. And the only way she got him to do it was by kissing him. So sex, man. Well. We're the promise thereof. <laughs> uh, I did like that at the end of this movie, they don't have a... Speaking of promise, they don't have a promise that the two of them will be together anymore. Because... They're in the car with Maisie, and that's about it. Because at the end of the they first one, he's like, she's like, what do we do now? And he says, stay together, you know? Yeah. So that was disappointing to know that they didn't stay together, even though after watching this one, I am okay with how they broke up because it was funny. It's okay to have plausible breakups, but a lot of time that feels forced too, because they want to have the romance arc over again. Yeah. Which, in, in a sequel. which again, they, they didn't really do that with this one. There was no real romance arc. The only thing they did was have her kiss him. Yeah. Anyway. That's the only, and it wasn't even passionate. <laughs> Yeah. It was more like a thank you kiss, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. All right. I'm going to go ahead and give okay. trivia. Okay. All right. So I already talked about how Bryce Dallas Howard is terrified of roller coasters. And that was in the, the, the last first half of this episode. And then let's see, more animatronics were used in this movie than any other movie, any of the other Jurassic Park movies at Interesting. all. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. They used a lot and they put a, a huge budget into them to make them lifelike. And I'm actually going to read a little bit about what the actor for the vet said. She said she was blown away by how lifelike her reptilian scene partner was, which is blue when she was doing the veins, you know, trying to do the blood transfusion. She said it would sweat. Its eyes would dilate if hit by light. It had pulsing veins. It felt like reptile skin. It was just the most realistic thing I'd ever worked with. And it felt like I was working with a real animal. I think it cost like four Bentleys to make or something crazy like that. So a million dollars. I thought that that was funny. Nice. Four um, Bentleys. Four Bentleys. Uh, we didn't talk about the the uh, where they have to draw blood from a T Rex, but because it's the it's the car- a creature with the same number of fingers. Oh, because the Velociraptor had like three claws. She's like, you got to find a, something that stands on its hind legs, and that seems like not the best criteria. <laughs> no, but I mean, DNA like really would be return. more similar, is what she's saying. Because like like a brontosaurus that's on four legs is no, very I, different I... from a Velociraptor. Yeah, but we can't get monkey blood transfusions, I don't think. I don't I don't know. We can't even get transfusions from other humans without having a problem. That's true. Let alone a freaking gorilla. Anyway. Um, uh, I like that scene, though, the, the where they have to Claire and Owen draw blood from a T-Rex. That T-Rex, the, her getting on top of it, was one of the biggest animatronic they'd ever made. It had to be because she was actually on it, and it looks like she's on it. Yeah, it was and pretty awesome. I appreciate when they use animatronics instead of CG. Yep, because it's much more believable. Um, if you can afford it, do it. I mean, obviously not everyone can. Mm-hmm. That was a really good scene, them yeah. having to get up into the car with, the you know, the boxcar with the, the t-rex yeah i enjoyed that scene i also liked when it opened its eyes and i was like staring at owen like yeah. what are you doing in here yeah all right so the blue animatronic required 15 puppeteers 
the one that was laying on the bed. Uh, let's see. And I already talked about how the drug used to knock dinosaurs out is 5,000 times more potent than heroin and 10,000 more than morphine. That's pretty much all my trivia. I have to say that I was a little bit disappointed in the trivia because the movie hadn't been out long enough for the best trivia to float to the top. And I, there's so, it would take me three hours to read all the trivia. And of course there's, it hasn't been out long enough for all the good trivia to be actually put in. Once the DVD, once the DVD Blu-ray comes out, comes out and they have like the extra yep. making of documentary. Yeah. All right. So let's go ahead and get into our top take top. I always do that. Top three biggest takeaways for authors. We already gave one from the first half of this episode. So I've got two more. Do you want to go right now or you want me to go? You can go. Number one, title of a movie. Pay attention to branding. Jurassic is in all of the titles for the series. It's the series name, but it tells people exactly what to expect. And I mean, you can't do like long series, but I mean, Harry Potter is in every single title of every single book, you know? So it tells people what's in that book. It's a good way to brand things. And then hurt your characters, you know, make them, make them have pain. So Claire gets stabbed in the leg, you know, she gets, yeah, clawed by the Indoraptor. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's really important. Of course, they kind of didn't show her limping after she does a bit. Yeah. But, but you, but you need to make sure that your characters are not invincible because like, Tiana Le- Leone or whatever her name is, she just gets a scratch from the plane crash pretty much. And that's it, you know? And then, I mean, nobody really gets injured. You'd be so disoriented. Oh, Even if yeah. you weren't injured, you would be like freaking out and like... From crashing. Spun around and like yeah. in a car yeah. wreck basically more than that. You know, yeah. It's, you know, you just don't like get up and... No, the adrenaline and the but... fight or flight, your body fills you full of hormones and everything. Not just the spinning, but I mean, everything. Your vertigo would be messed up. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> like you'd try to run and you'd trip and like run in different lengths direction directions. And, yeah. and... Your body doesn't, your body kind of like, it depends on, you know, how trained you are, but your body, most people would turn to rubber, you know? Yeah. Like people lose control of their bodily functions when they get in minor car crashes. Yeah. Not let alone big ones. You know, all of them would have had soiled pants. Anyway, we're not talking about that movie. We're talking about Jurassic World. So those are my two takeaways. Um, how about you? Um, plan. Well, I guess I already really mentioned that planning character arcs for sequels. Yeah. Like, be careful, you know? Mm-hmm. And if you're going... And the other one is... I know that Andrea doesn't agree, but switching whole scenes like these are two different movies with two different rules no i agree with that i i think you could have kept the whole entire movie on the island and had that movie end with the boat escaping and then have the next movie be on the uk that's what's in the trailer so i thought that's what the movie was so when they switched to being in england and the whole thing takes place in this mansion yeah that changed my expectation Mm -hmm. from and i was like well i was having fun on the island why are we now not on the island and and um, it's so weird because like viewers and readers, the way they handle things will be different. I, I feel like they should have had them be two separate movies, but I was disappointed that the movie was just going to be the volcano and the dinosaurs because I'm like, it's too much of a genre mix to me. I would rather keep my end of the world apocalyptic volcano killing everything in its own genre and have the dinosaurs be there in their own movie. And so when I learned that there was more to the story than that, I was, I was happy about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of like 
it, like you said, it's done better than the second movie. The second movie, it's it was boring the whole time they were in San Diego, you know? It was, and that I guess that reminded me of that, and yeah. I was, it soured it for me. Uh, it would have been better if, they, like, the last part of the movie was on the island, and, like, or on in England, and then that was, like, the third movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, this was more island, and then... I would have made this into four movies. If they're if they're having a third movie after this, I would have done all the island, and I don't care. Like, I would have watched the whole movie, even if it was just on the island, because I was going to anyway. That's what I assumed would happen. So make the whole entire movie be about them rescuing the dinosaurs, and the island, and the troubles they come across there. I actually expected the volcano to erupt much later in the movie, not that quickly into well, it. Well, so did I. I mean, and the, I mean, it's less than halfway through the movie, so... yeah. And then have the second movie, have it end on a cliffhanger with them, you know, with them getting betrayed and the boat leaving and then have the the second or the third movie be just the UK and have that one end where it ended. You could have, they could have done something else different there. They could have had the auction and just, you know, we could have actually gotten to know those people that that got squished by the dinosaur. Again, there's not a real, I mean, Mills is it, but he's not that good of a villain. He's not really... No, I mean, I liked him because the way he treated Maisie and the way he treated her grandpa, I thought that was a good a good way to show his character, I, you know? It, it's not that he didn't, just, he wasn't his character. He's just not a good villain. No, they don't, yeah. they don't develop their vi- human villains well enough in yeah. these movies. And there wasn't any in the original Jurassic Park either. No, N- Nedry. Nedry's about it, but even he's not really like a villain. He's just a... Yeah. But it worked. Uh, the, and I don't think they've managed to make it work without i feel like there should be a villain a human mm-hmm. villain and they're like they just develop it for that movie and then kill him mm-hmm. like they're afraid to have like an overarching you know someone behind the scenes type person yeah um, it's like they underestimate their ability to write stories and you know so they're shy with with you know yeah there's some character development so they stuff. Have, yeah they have like the, the the hero characters throughout but they don't have the counter throughout yeah. Yeah, and but they don't even have the hero characters throughout. It's like they're growing well, and learning because the first three ones they they didn't repeat characters very no, well. No, no, I mean, I mean, in this. but I'm saying so they didn't repeat characters in that one. But in this one, they're repeating the heroes, but not the villains. So they're learning. So the next trilogy, they'll have yeah. the characters, all of them, repeat. Yeah, I mean, the only like we said, the only air quotes <clears throat> villain is Wu, and he's not really a villain. So no, they didn't give him enough. They could have given him more of a plot or more of a personality and motivations in Jurassic World and they didn't. So he plays the same role in this one as he did in that one. Yeah. Just a abbre- more abbreviated. Even more abbreviated. Yeah, he's yeah. hardly in it at all. Um, let's see, I was gonna ask you a question. Can't remember. Oh, you were saying now my question, why haven't been other movie studios done dinosaurs? I don't know. It's so hard. I mean it's such a big budget and they do it so well. I would hate to be the ones that go against them. Plus you'd have to think of a way to have dinosaurs again that Without is Jurassic Park cop- copying Jurassic yeah. Park and that would be difficult because it's the most plausible, plausible even though it's not that plausible. But it's still the I mean it's it's I'm willing to accept its premise. Yeah. How would you do it? Otherwise you can't really. Uh well, uh Journey to the Center of the Earth. Exactly. It'd have to be like that's the only other thing I could think of would be yeah. there's a pocket somewhere where there's like you know, like and Ice Age Three Island, yeah, where there's this pocket of dinosaurs that just happen to hang out. But that's not that plausible. No, growing them in a lab is more plausible. Yeah, and that's disappointing because I I love these dinosaur movies. I want more. You know. Yeah, they, but these are straying into monster movies, and I'm worried about that. I, I yeah. prefer 
there's a there's again that plausibility of having a dinosaur they actually existed at one point and mm-hmm. they hunt you and they don't care about you you know yeah, yeah. how you fit into how would humans fit into the food chain 65 million years ago mm-hmm. you know i think that's interesting because it has that you know historical ancient you know mm-hmm. archaeological i guess uh flavor to it yeah that a monster movie doesn't have yeah because you can do that with them i mean monsters hunt you and they don't care about you mm-hmm. and you're not on the top of the food chain anymore but it doesn't have that you don't have that connection to like real dinosaur you can see their skeletons you know mm-hmm. like that this was part of earth's history you know I think that's what makes dinosaurs more interesting than just regular monsters. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we just, I just we think imagine their I mean, ecosystem. Regular you know. monsters don't tend to be as diversely dangerous as dinosaurs do. I mean, the Spinosaurus compared to the Indominus Rex compared to T-Rex compared to Rap. And, see, and usually they... You got King Kong and Godzilla. Well, and they usually make the monsters <clears> just to eat you, but there's plenty of other monsters. So like brontosaurus don't care i mean they but they could kill, kill you yeah they could kill you but they're not out to kill you they yeah. don't care and monster movies everything they make is to kill you yeah they don't have well, like gamera he's the guardian of the universe that's what i'm that's... saying he's not made to kill you i yeah well, that's true. but you know what <laughs> they no, don't usually make an like a whole ecosystem of a genre you know a genre of creatures like yeah, dinosaurs yeah, are like there's there's tiny ones and big ones and ones that eat you and ones that don't eat ones you. Ones that and fly and swim and exactly. Usually yeah. a monster movie, there's just like one, one. or two, yep. maybe, um, you know, like oh no, they have a flying version now. I think Tremors. Yeah, you know? but they I only mean, have that one um, threat, and not all the Skull Island or whatever. They tried. They did have more than they one did have dinosaur. more than one. They had the giant spider that stepped on people and impaled them. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, the lizard guys with no mm-hmm. hind legs. Yeah. All right, we should probably end this and get you to bed. It's after ten, so yeah. So anyway, anyway, yeah, good movie. Yeah. Um, it got it was so Jurassic World got seventy percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and this one got 60. sixty. I agree. It's not quite as good as the first. It's one, still better than, but is certainly better than all but the original. Yeah. So in order of favorite, Jurassic Park one, then Jurassic World, Jurassic World, and then this one. Yep, agreed. So, I I'd watch it again. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I I might enjoy it now that I more now that I know that it's not what it is. And stuff. yeah, so that's the way I felt about No Reservations. The first time I watched No Reservations, the movie with um, Catherine Zeta Jones, and I was disappointed. I don't know why, but it, probably because it wasn't as heavy on the romance. Like I wanted it to be more. It was more of a drama. Oh. Yeah, it was more of a drama. And so, but the second time I watched, it, I enjoyed it. You know, the first time mm-hmm. I was just like, what? You know, this is what I expected. So. Yeah, because all the shows like Island and Lava, and I was like enjoying the island in the lava. You know, it was yeah. like really interesting. I enjoyed it more than I thought I would, honestly. That part, all of that. It was just such a huge con- like they're used to dealing with, the- and it's how the dinosaurs died originally, right? Pretty I mean, much, yeah. So I mean, there was it was quite poetic, I guess, yeah. that they were dealing with that same scenario, and you know, mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. And then they even mentioned that they're like, "This is how they died the last time, so we should just let it happen, like it happened the last time." Yeah, and. I thought that was interesting, you know. Anyway, all right, we need to end. So, okay. um, let's see. Yeah, if you have any questions, email at Andrea at, uh, what am I, selfpublishstrong.com. I'm really tired. <laughs> and uh, if you have any questions for Nolan, email me. <laughs> yeah. And we're having, I, I've already told you all this, we're having a guest person, um, 
Tomorrow. Tomorrow. He's actually coming tomorrow to record and watch Casino Royale with us. That's David West. And David West, if you are a reader, go check out his books. He's a fantastic writer. And, uh, um, yeah. What were you going to say? I don't know if I should say there. I like some of his stuff. I almost, I don't know if it's a surprise and I would ruin the, <laughs> one of my favorites stories of his that he wrote that so i'm not going to mention it but i like it but i don't want to ruin it for you so I, like the twist i was going to mention oh <laughs> i don't know if it's a, a spoiler yeah i wasn't gonna i was like oh yeah there's this one about this really cool thing i don't want to tell you because then it wouldn't be as cool if i told you <laughs> <laughs> anyway this is a spoilers episode but not for david's books david's books so <laughs> we're just gonna let those stand on their own oh you know i just realized yeah. i didn't do an excerpt you did last time this is no i didn't two. do one last one yeah you did did I? Shade Amulet? That was Lars and the Real Girl. Oh. Anyway. Fair enough, well, we sorry. should do an excerpt from David's book for if Casino Royale. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway, um, everyone, we'll talk to you all later. Bye. Bye.